This is the Psalms to God podcast, season three, episode 21, Like a Good Neighbor. You can find the show notes for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne and all the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them from one another, just as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep on his rights, but the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you as a stranger and invite you in, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did it for one of the least of these brothers or sisters of mine, you did it for me. Then he will also say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed people, into the eternal fire which has been prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not invite me in, naked and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they themselves will answer also, Lord, When did we see you hungry or thirsty or as a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer to them, truly I say to you, to the extent that you did not do it for the least, for one of the least of these, you did not do it for me either. These will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Matthew chapter 25 verses 31 through 46 in ASB. cultures and things like that and take a second to talk about something that has been weighing on my heart as I've been watching my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ for life pretty much for all of life um but more specific in recent you know months years um in more recent history first I want to share part of a story kind of a story, I want to share an experience that I had. Um, When I was in college, I hung out with a lot of different people, but I made friends with one person in particular. She is a sister of mine in my sorority, and um, there's something about this particular soror that is just very loving. 
there is something that from the time you meet this person, you just feel very much um, included. Um, this person has the biggest heart that like I know. And I have so many memories where like we would be in like different situations or different things would happen. And I feel like she always knew what to do or what to say. And I would just be like, how does she do that? Like, she, like she would do something. Like, I remember we were, um, there was a situation where someone behind us, they were, I don't know if they were the next person in line behind us, but they were behind us. So um, we got our food and like, I was going to the, the place where you get like a fork and like ketchup and things like that. And she was like right behind me. And I guess this person's card got declined um, because they, you know, they were paying for a lot of different things. And, you know, she took pity and she went back and paid for it and took them the food. And I was like completely oblivious to everything. Like she's the one who pointed out to me like, oh, like, you know, he doesn't have a lot of money because X, Y, Z. And then, she, you know, she, before like I could even process like, oh, that's really bad that, you know, he didn't have money for the food. She was up paying for it. And I was like, man, like, I wish I had thought to do that, right? Like, and I've had a lot of experiences, and particularly when I was younger, where I would see certain people were just like moving. And I was sitting there like, I didn't even realize like that was happening. And I feel really bad. Like, I feel like I'm a horrible person because I don't, I didn't notice that. And I can say, I, if I'm being 100% honest about what kind of person I am, I don't always think people first. Like I, I have a tendency to not really see certain things. And one of the things when I was younger, particularly in that situation, I think too, is because I grew up in, I don't wanna say that I was sheltered, but in a way I was. Like most of the people that I grew up around were from the same kind of economic uh, cycle. And so like the idea of people like not having money to pay for food or something wasn't something that was like on the forefront of my mind and so because it wasn't on the forefront of my mind it wasn't something that i thought about like it, it wasn't something that would just automatically that i would assume or something like that it was something that you would have to tell me for me to like see it um and in the same vein as i got older i started realizing that as we experience different things we're better able to empathize with people so for instance when I was in college when my grandmother passed away my paternal grandmother um two of my really really good friends from high school literally got in a car and drove to my college dorm and sat with me and came and, and were with me both of them had already lost grandparents um so they knew what it was like in you know in in contrast when they lost their grandparent like I hadn't I hadn't quite gone through that at the same time. Like I had, I, I was only a sophomore in college. So when I lost my first grandmother, I was still at home. Um, they were in college when their respective grandparents passed away, but I didn't know what it was like to be in college. I didn't know what it was like to be away from home. And I didn't, I mean, I sort of knew what it was like to lose a grandparent, but not to find out from, you know, distance and things like that. And that really shaped my perception of how to react in the situation. And I know you're wondering, you're like, why are you telling me all of this? Why are you going into all of this, Sheree? One of the things that uh, 
really has been weighing on me lately is uh, people who call themselves Christian that are not concerned with exactly what I'm talking about, particularly how we treat people. My dad makes this joke all the time about how he's he's been going to church since he was knee high to a grasshopper. For those of you who are not Southern, that means really little, like a toddler, an infant, baby, okay? And he talked about how he would travel my uh, travel and follow my grandfather, who was a deacon. And, you know, he was like, I've never heard anyone get up and say, I love my neighbor. People get up in church all the time and they say, I love the Lord. I love God. And he was like, no one can, no one can debate that. No one can argue with you about whether you love God or don't love God. But nobody says they love their neighbor. And I see it so much that we get focused on what's right and what's wrong. And I'm not saying to just ignore what's right and wrong. I'm not saying, cause love comes with correction. A lot of people got it twisted and mean love means, and thinks love means do what thou wilt and just let people do what thou wilt. No, love does have, you know, boundaries, I mean, not boundaries like you stop loving the person, but a true friendship, a true love will stop you from harming yourself, will stop you from harming other people, and will keep you on the right path. Like, true love is not toxic. And I don't mean true love like romantic. I mean this in platonic ways as well. Like, a loving relationship is not toxic. They will not let you um, become a worse version of yourself. They will always promote you to be the best version of yourself. But in general, I feel like we've forgotten this piece about love your neighbor and as of late there are a lot of a lot of things are going on in our world like if you don't see what's going on i'm gonna pray for you I'm, i will but it's a lot a lot has been happening and things have been rapidly happening um like things have been happening for a long time but in as of late things are happening closer and closer as they said as a woman who travaileth in pains of labor, so the contractions be, so it shall be, as as you know the science points. Um, and with that, I think I've met so many people, both on YouTube. I guess I haven't met the people on YouTube, but hearing people on YouTube, but also in my own like Bible study circles, people who get very, very focused on the sign. People who get very, very focused on the what, uh, people who are trying to prepare and, and all of these other things, but they're forgetting about the people. And I, I mean, I'm guilty of this too, uh, particularly since I just moved to a completely new area and I don't know anybody, so I haven't really been talking to people. Um, so there's that. But it, when I think of you know the words that Christ himself said, when he said, Many will come to him saying, Lord, Lord, and he will say, depart from me. I know you not. And the next thing that follows, he doesn't say, I don't know you because you didn't know every single thing about the scripture. He didn't say, you, I don't know you because you mispronounced my name. You, you called me Jesus and my name is actually Yeshua or, you know, Yehoshua or, you know, your, your Hebrew wasn't right, you know. Like, that's not what he said next. He didn't say, you know, depart from me, I know you not because you messed up in this particular sin. He said, when I was hungry, you didn't feed me. When I was thirsty, you didn't give me anything to drink. 
when I was naked, you didn't give me any clothes. When I was in prison, you didn't come to visit me. And those are like major pillars of who we are supposed to be as believers. And there are so many people I know and that I have met that you just see their personality and you're like, that's a good person. They exude that kind of loving heart and other things about them you know they don't necessarily follow the word of god or they may be doing this over here and that's between them and god and what god is going to say about that i don't know but i do think that that core part of them that core part of of like my sorority sister that i'm just like you're a loving person you always know what to say to people you always know what to do that is something that I feel like Christ would have had. That's part of his character that I really desire to emulate in my life. And I haven't gotten there. I'm not telling y'all this because I got there. I haven't gotten there yet. Um, but I definitely am striving to get there. I'm striving to meet people outside, outside of my little box, outside of my circle, so that it does become more natural for me to see something and see the problem immediately. So that it is more natural for me to um, have had experiences that allow me to know what to do to correct certain problems so that it's not really like a, a, a slow, drawn out, you know, me just staring like a deer in headlights type of a reaction. But it, it also annoys me when I talk to other believers or when I go on, you know, social media accounts or YouTube and people are really focusing on selfish things. Uh, yes, it is important to make sure you get in the kingdom. Yes, it is important for you to recognize the signs so that you're not deceived. But it's also important to focus on loving your neighbor because he stressed that, okay? Whether you, whether you wanna call him, whether you feel more comfortable calling him Yeshua or Jesus, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. Um, as long as you are emulating his character, the character that is written in the text, not the pagan Jesus, not, you know, the worldly Jesus, not the prosperity gospel Jesus, you know, not the Jesus you made up in your head or whatever, but the one that's written in the Bible, the one who was there for the poor, there for the foreigners, there for the widow, there for the orphan, there for the less fortunate, that person is who we're supposed to be emulating. And I feel like when we get that love back, like when you really get fully immersed in the love of God, you want to share that love. And, you know, for some of us, it's a little harder. I'm not going to lie. I have a more analytical personality. I don't have a very emotive personality. Anybody who's actually close to me will tell you that I don't show emotion well. I'm sure any of my listeners that have that know me personally, that have known me their whole life, you can comment if you've actually seen me show like strong emotion. I think the only strong emotion I ever really have have expressed is anger. You won't have trouble knowing that I'm angry. But in terms of like happiness or sadness or like compassion, like typically it comes out in a more like analytical manner. And also because my top love language is uh, acts of service, which means I'm more likely to just see that you need me to take out the trash and take out the trash and never say anything to you or something like that. Um, and so the way, you know, the way we each move is slightly different, 
But like I said, as I have been reflecting on conversations and as I have been reflecting on friends, both religious and non-religious, who have this quality, this like just compassionate, big hearted quality, you know, I've been a little envious because I'm like, I want to be like that. I want people to remember me for how much I loved them or how, you know, how I, how I just came to them or I did this or I did that. And, you know, like I said, I'm not there yet, but I feel like instead of focusing on uh, some of the other things, uh, that is what we should be focusing on. And um, I, the reason I'm not getting too deep into the whole, like, I guess, things that I mean that people are focusing on um, is one, because we still haven't talked about prophecy. I do think that that's going to be the next season because I allude to it a lot and I, and I never feel like I can really fully go out because I don't really know where everyone who's listening is and if what I'm going to say is going to make sense. Um, and also because some of these things are, I guess... A little more sensitive like you can't just pop it out there and then like no one has the background like some people have background and some people don't people are not going to understand etc cetera, etc cetera. but for those who know you know what i'm talking about and people are focusing on you know the fear right the fear of what will happen and the fear of of what's coming and 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 how to prepare for what's coming as opposed to doing the best you can in the now because we already know what's coming. And truth be told, if I focus on doing the right thing now, I can rest assured that God will have me covered in the future. And so that is one of the, that is basically the summary of the message that I want to share with you guys. Focus on loving your neighbor, because that is one of the most important things we are called to do as believers in the Most High, in, as followers of. Christ, Yeshua, Jesus, we are supposed to be making the world a better place or trying to, we all know how it's going to end, but we're supposed to be trying to. We're supposed to be the light in the dark places. We're supposed to be the salt of the earth. And a lot of times we're more concerned about our own necks than those around us. So that is what I wanted to express today. And I also wanted to let you guys know that just like you guys, I'm still a work in progress. And, uh, you know, that is one of my goals to be a little bit more emotive, maybe, um, to be a little bit more connective to people, um, you know, to be a better friend, I guess, to, to those who have been great friends to me. So in any case, that's all I have for you guys today. We will be back next week, probably back talking about, you know, cultures around the world and things like that. But you never know, because like I said, I always just insert with whatever the Holy Spirit tells me to. So see you guys next week. Bye.